Welcome to the Healthcare and Complicated YouTube channel. Today I have another magnificent episode for you, another great leader. But before I go ahead, let me remind you to subscribe to the channel. Also, check the previous content there, share with your communities in healthcare. I believe there's a lot of truly valuable content there. But today gives me great pleasure to introduce you to Brian O'Connor, is the chair at the European Connected Health Alliance. Brian, how are you? I'm very well, actually. Good to see you again. Nice to see you. We are talking before the episode, if we could still say Happy New Year, and we both did. So <laughs> yeah. I, okay. think, I think we have to stop from now. But anyway, nice to see you. Indeed, indeed, yeah. And we are here today to discuss, to discuss the importance of partnerships in digital health. And Brian, I would like to start with, can you tell us a bit more about your work at the European Connected Health Alliance, please? Yeah, of course. And I think the, the theme of today, which is what you and I discussed in advance about, why, what would I talk about? Well, I want to talk about what I already do, which is 11 years ago, I decided I would set up uh, the what is we now call the ECH Alliance for short. Um, and the objective of it was very simple. I was fed up looking at the healthcare sector, looking at the silos in every healthcare in the healthcare sector. People who should know each other didn't. People who who knew of each other had never met. So I thought I'm not going to be uh, an organisation which just brings together people from the same industry or the health services or whatever. I need a neutral umbrella which will bring them all together. And so that was unusual eleven years ago. Um, but it's, as you probably see from our growth, it has been embraced by the multi-stakeholder membership that we have. Uh, and I think that the only way forward is collaboration. And it's got to, but it's got to be based on certain principles. We work on the principles of it's got to be honest. It's got to be transparent. If you don't do that, if people are there just for their own selfish needs, you've got to set that aside if you're going to collaborate. You've got to understand there's not always going to be something in for you in every single conversation mm. you know and the reality if you're if you're if you're selfless it is amazing how the good people gather around and have the same relationship and that does bring revenue it brings achievement and so on so that's where we started and that's where we are now Brilliant. Brian, th thank you so much. Uh, we know each other for quite some time. I've, I've been seeing your progression and your growth, and you really built something really valuable, but also special for those involved in the industry. And I do agree with you. Business is about ethics, is about, um, you know, is about that trust, it's yes. about integrity, and all these things. I, I also find that, you know, when we put our, our our agenda aside and help other people things actually come back to us correct it's fair yeah. it's it, I, I i love what you said about being selfless and everything yes yeah moving on um why do you think partnerships are so crucial in digital health to increase the chances of success i think it's basic uh, maybe it's not maybe it doesn't just apply to our sector but i don't know anyone who's got what they call an end-to-end -end solution for anything uh, in any industry. And I've been in quite a few industries uh, across my career. The reality is that we're all part of a chain. 
We're all a link in that chain. We have to understand where our place is in that chain. To make a chain link, you've got to know all the pieces and link them together. And therefore, I think that when you look around, take an example, um, uh, one of the things I run privately for my own private uh, side is a care company that does care at home for people. Uh, and there you think, well, we'll just provide the services. doesn't work like that. Because first of all, you have to have partners who can help you provide the services you need for your clients at home. Now, that has forced us to think, well, who do we need to help us? That doesn't just bring partners to help us do well, but actually it enhances partners who have got technologies, who maybe want to try them out in an environment where we have five and a half million visits a year to people's homes in Ireland. And therefore you're reciprocal. It's the reciprocity of it. It's the ability to say, you help me, I'll help you. We will work together. And the other thing I'll finish off by saying is, it is amazing to me how many people think they've got the best idea in the world. And I mentor a number of startups and I've had a lot of startups of my own. And they always say, I said, who are your competitors? Oh, we don't have any competitors. Really? Okay. Um, you're the only one in the world doing this? Yes. So you're the only one in the world who's thought of this idea. And what are you going to do? I'm going to raise money and I'm going to do it everywhere in the world. Well, I know from past experience, some bad experience from my own point of view, of trying to get startups off the ground. You actually cannot do it on your own. Why would you want to anyway? It's much greater fun to help other people help you and both of you uh, do, do well. So it is fundamental in my view to our sector. And there is not an, there are not enough partnerships around. There just are not. There may appear to be, but do they actually work? And my experience is quite a few of them are superficial, publicity purposes only, and there's no real meat, no real practical implementation as a result. Mm. Brian, br brilliant. I also have a few experiences myself, yes. and I, I am with you. You know, it's a very hard thing to do. And you know, the naivety of the startup sometimes seems to amaze me. And I've been on that side myself. Yes. Everybody thinks they're going to sell to the insurance, they're going to sell to the public. And the hardest thing in the world is to sell to public health and to the insurers. And right. also, even if you sell to the insurers, it's going to be one or two solutions. You, you know, I've been, uh, 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 Brian, I had some failures myself, you know. <laughs> so I, I experienced this, um, this delusion, if you like. But you mentioned very important things. You mentioned the word collaboration before, but you mentioned like how crucial it is, the partnership. And in healthcare, we seem to be very competitive, but actually what we really need is to learn from other industries. I had this discussion the other time with another guest about a, a kind of a supply chain where each company or each player bring a specific part of the puzzle. And, and now yes. we're seeing in digital health a lot of partnerships, acquisitions, big companies trying to buy startups and also, for example, um, buying a, a, specific, a specific area of expertise they don't want to build. Now we're seeing a bit of the dynamics going on. And that happens for a reason. Healthcare is really complicated. And no one, I do agree with you, no one is going to solve it on their own. So, Yeah, and, and let me give an example of, of maybe it helps. One of the things we do in the ECH Alliance is we actually think of what the supply chain should look like. 
We then try to find the links or the partners who could supply that. We then bring, convene them. We bring them together because we connect them. Then we want to convene. And we often have met lots and lots of private invitation only round tables where we say, right, what do you do? What do you do? We're doing this on skills at the moment uh, across the world. And it is amazing what you learn by listening. Secondly, it is amazing when you say to someone, you do realize you're sitting around a table, a virtual table maybe, with potential customers and above all, partners. And as a result, what you find is in the skills side, they say, well, I do, I do training programs. Someone else says, well, I actually deliver. I need to train my team. For example, that care company I mentioned, we have 2,000 carers, 2,000. We need to train them. We had to set up our own academy to train them. Do we need partners for that? Absolutely. So what we do, even though I'm involved in that company, is we use the alliance to say, these are the pieces we need in the, in the chain. Can you convene them? Because with our membership, we have a, a helicopter view of who does what. Mm. Now, we can't connect every dot in the world, but by, we know a lot more than many people do because we've got an intelligence system through our ecosystem network. We, we can ask the questions. Who does what on this topic in your region or country? And it's amazing how that intelligence connects the dots, exposes the dots, and creates genuine business uh, for many, many of our members. Great. Brian, following on on that, uh, you use a lot the connecting the dots, which I yeah. love, by the way. Can yeah. you expand a little bit on that, please? Yes, I think our, our main success, I think, is in connecting the dots. And by that, I mean, um, we have spent a lot of time, a lot of time, and it's a lot of personal time from all of our team saying, do you know the person who, for example, runs the New Delhi health system for the government? Most people say, haven't a clue. So I spoke to that person this morning. Why did I speak to him? Because I'd met him when we did the first global digital summit in New Delhi last October. We made a point of staying in touch again, maintaining the connections. And we realized that we need each other. I could certainly do with understanding more of what he does, bringing all the innovation into hospital, hospitals in the whole of New Delhi, which is kind of a big city, as you know. <laughs> and then you say, well, who would be interested? Well, connecting the dots, we have 120 hospital groups within the Alliance. There's learning to be had each way on that. Yeah. So those are the sort of dots we connect. He wanted, he wanted to connect to innovation departments within hospital groups. Well, Andy, who runs our ecosystem communities, he will probably produce 20 of those by tomorrow morning. So that's where you literally, on a practical basis, connect organizations and people. But to do that, I'm afraid, there's a lot of hard work. It's not a matter of getting a CRM and saying, I've got it all on data and computer. A lot of it's personal. Mm. A lot of it is maintaining connections and talking to people on a regular basis. And above all, I start most of those conversations assuming I don't know much. And therefore, I am more interested in listening to the other people tell me what they're doing. Because sometimes when they say things, you go, wait a minute, that's a, a great idea. I must connect you too. And we do that every single day uh, in our team. That's, that's what I mean by connecting dots. That's brilliant. Brian, and I know that you are a people person like me. You like to talk and you are genuine. Yeah. You meet people. And also, 
you know I love technology like you. Yes. We are in digital health. Yes. Anyway, but but this stuff, the technology cannot replace the, the human connection and knowing. And when we meet someone at an event, I mean, you know them. So you can say, actually, Correct. we can't or, you know, work together. Brian, we could talk for ages, maybe for hours, because you like to talk. I like to talk as well, as you know. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think I talk too much. But anyway. No, you don't. You don't. It's, it's just right. It was, thank you so much for accepting the invite. I have uh, one last thing, which is not really a question as such. I'm, I'm, I expect like a short answer, but how do you think we can make healthcare uncomplicated? Um, thank you for the warning. This should be a short answer, so I'll do my best to be short. Um, it's really difficult. I think it's one step at a time. And my answer would be that we have realized you cannot do this in sort of a, you have to do it in a very methodical way. Sometimes not a very exciting way, but methodical. And we do it through our hundreds of meetings every year of different groups in different countries, different regions. We then act as the connector above that. And we know what's happening in Galicia and Spain. We know what's happening in Estonia, in Finland, uh, in Germany, in France and Italy. So we can actually have that view. And that's how you change healthcare. You do it by connecting the dots, but above all, showing examples of success. And it does work. People say, you mean that works? Yes, it does. And therefore, that's how we do it. Brilliant. What a great way to finish. Brian, thank you so much again. My pleasure. For accepting the invite. Lovely to see you. You're one of these people that I, I know I know for quite some time and we talk sporadically, but we always seeing each other in the circuit. So indeed, indeed. Yeah. Well, keep up the good work you're doing, Joe, because it's very, very important. Uh, and these podcast these these podcasts and videos and so on are really important uh, for the sector. Thank you very much. Thank you, Brian. I'm gonna wrap up. Stay there. Um, okay. To all our viewers and listeners, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Also, I'm going to post Brian's details in here, his LinkedIn, connect with him, and also find out more information about becoming a member of the European Connected Health Alliance, which is a truly global connected and network in digital health. And I'll see you all next week.